Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Third has it. New Orleans Pelicans and the NBA released their 2019-2020 schedule. The season opener. Boy, how many times have we heard this recently with the Pelicans? Yeah, it's going to be against the champs. Seen that a couple of straight years against the Warriors. Well, I guess make it three straight years that they're going to play the champs early and make this one the season opener. Because they're going to be in Toronto taking on the Raptors on October 22nd. That's coming up just a couple of months away. Pelicans will also be featured on national TV, a franchise record 30 times this season. We all know why that is. And his name is Zion Williamson. Let's bring in Jim Eichenhofer, NBA and Pelicans writer for the New Orleans Pelicans and Pelicans.com at Jim underscore Eichenhofer on Twitter. Follow him there. Jim, what's going on? Not much. How are you, Seth? Look, I'm good. I am. I'm great knowing that this season is only what two months away, Jim. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, in preseason, if you count that, I'm not sure who, who does or who doesn't, but I mean, that's October 7th is the first game of that. So it's even, even less than, then two months from now that we'll get started and we'll see the players in, in Pelicans uniform officially kind of for the first time. Yeah, I want to hit a lot of things here, Jim. Let's go back to the opener. Why is it that the Pelicans, either in the opener or in that first week, are taking on the champs and are just always front-loaded with this schedule? I mean, it seems like every year, like you got to play these teams sometimes. I get it, but really, the champs again <laughs> on the road again to open it up? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know why. I mean, obviously this is a little bit different from – what has happened in the recent past where for some reason the league likes to pit the Pelicans against the Warriors a bunch at the end of October or the beginning of November. It seems like a lot of the season series against them, Golden State during this run where they've been a title contender or won three of them in the last five years, the Pelicans always matched up against them. It always made it harder to get off to a good start because you're playing against the best team in the league so frequently. So I can't really explain why that is. Um, Obviously, the Raptors are going to be a little bit different compared to the team that won the championship um, a couple months ago because Kawhi Leonard isn't there, but still a very tough opponent to start the season against. Yeah, uh, 30, it sold you 30 games, told our audience they're going to be featured on national TV. It's got to be pretty cool for this organization that really isn't mm-hmm. used to being featured a lot nationally. Yeah, I mean, it's a huge jump. I, I feel like I'm sure there's people out there that follow the team really closely over the years who have a good sense of how significant this is to have a franchise record with 30 total national TV appearances. And even if you take away the 10 that are on NBA TV, they still have 20 between ESPN, um, ABC, and TNT. So, But, I mean, there's there have been a lot of recent years where there's been – you've gone into the schedule release saying, or I have, I shouldn't speak for other people, and I've said, you know, if they get five or six national TV, I'd be pretty happy because they may might have been coming off a season where they didn't – make the playoffs that kind of thing um there's been a few years where they had two or three national tv appearances and you couldn't really complain that much because the previous season had been disappointing but to 
to have 20 games between the, the three networks that I said and 30 total, it, it just it's just incredible, and it just shows you how much um, excitement there is from across the league as well as the the TV networks themselves, obviously, to to see the Pelicans play, and it, it's 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 pretty incredible just to compare it to what we've seen a lot in the last bunch of years. Does that excitement translate to the building that you work in when you see this schedule come out? Thirty national television games. Does it get the juices pumping inside that Pelicans building? I think so, but I think it's really just kind of another step in the process of the excitement that was already there. I mean really going back to when the season ended and David Griffin was announced as the new GM. I, I feel like from the very beginning, the first time that he got behind the microphone and started talking about his vision for what he wanted to do and his plan that people were immediately excited because um, you could just see his, you could hear his enthusiasm and his optimism for things going forward. And then, I mean, probably don't need to list all of the stuff that's happened since then, but it just seems like there's been one thing after another, obviously that what happened on lottery night was, in, was incredible. Um, so I, but I think that this, the schedule release was really um, just another, another sign of, of why people should be excited and why people are really pumped up for, for this season. I mean, there's been, there's just been so many things that have happened that have been great since the season ended it especially after how disappointing and frustrating last season was. Jim Eichenhofer with us talking Pelicans and Pelicans schedule release. You can find that pelicans.com also on our site, www.com. Jim, what were some of the other highlights of the schedule that stood out to you? Well, I think one of the things was, um, I think there's really, I really don't have a lot to complain about. I think most of my takeaways from the initial glance at the schedule were positive. Um, The league continues to do a good job of reducing the back-to-backs. So I feel like you're you're getting teams that are more rested. That they only have 12 back-to-backs to Pelicans this year, which is the fewest that they've ever had. Um, it's only it's slightly down from last year. I think was 13. It wasn't that long ago that every team had roughly 20 back-to-backs. So it's been quite a quite a change and quite a, a positive that the league has done with that. Um, going back a little bit to the national TV stuff, um, more specifically the. New Orleans hasn't had a game on ABC, which is obviously the most prominent network of, that carries NBA games nationally. They haven't had a regular season game since 2009, and this year they have two. So, I mean, once again, another another symbol of just the the um, confidence I think that the league has in that if you put Pelicans games on TV that a lot of people are going to tune in. And, of course, people are extremely excited as you mentioned about Zion Williamson have seen him play in the league for the first time. So um, other than that, I mean, it's just, uh, I think it's a pretty good schedule. This is probably something that the fans don't need to be too concerned with other than there's a, a, you know, of course people think about the fatigue of the team a little bit, but I think there's fewer stretches this year where you look at a week or two on the schedule and you're like, man, this is insane in terms of, you know, one game road trips where you're going back and forth. We had a couple of those last year that, especially in late January, early February, that were kind of a little along the lines of or headed towards preposterous. I don't see really any stretches like that this year, so that's also a good thing. 
It's Jim Eichenhofer at Jim underscore Eichenhofer on Twitter. Expectations pretty high coming into the season. Maybe not for this actual year and not talking championship contention or anything, but sure. I don't think we've ever seen the hype surrounding this organization like this, Jim. I mean, everybody that I talk to cannot wait. And you talk about preseason. I don't think anybody can wait for that first preseason game, man. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the, the fans in Atlanta are kind of getting a, a, a treat that unexpectedly, I'm sure from their standpoint, that the first Pelicans preseason game is going to be there. But in terms of um, expectations, to me, I don't think – I haven't really heard anyone specifically narrow it down to, okay, that you know they have to make the playoffs or it's disappointing or they have to do X, Y, Z. To me, I think, the, I think most fans are, um, are looking at this season like, of course it would be incredible to make the playoffs. And the team has done everything, as David Griffin has mentioned, to be competitive right now and not look at it like, oh, well, we're just going to build slowly and it, it can, if it takes a while, that's fine. But at the same time, I, I do think it's, it's refreshing in a way. You might agree with this as well, um, having, you know, cover, from the covering the team standpoint of not having the pressure of saying like, okay, well, they have to do this well or because you have to appease certain players or you have to do this or, the, or things are going to get really tight. I, I do feel like, of course, everyone wants to win and do as well as possible. But some of that, that um, weight to me has been removed as far as, I think if people see a lot of development improvement from the young guys and see some of these players and the first time they've ever maybe been in some of the bigger roles that some of these players are going to be in, I think at the end of the season, people will be happy with that. And who knows how that plays out in terms of wins and losses or making the playoffs. But um, I think a lot of that excitement is just people are, are really riveted to see what a lot of these younger guys that they're going to have in the starting lineup and on the court a lot and see how they fare. Jim, I cannot wait to talk the Pelicans all season long with you, my man. It's almost here. It's almost here. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait either. I mean, I have a little bit of downtime left, a little bit more vacation, but uh, I think when I come back from that, I'm, I'm, I'm already excited. I think someone put it really well when they said that uh, someone that I know that, that people were, were – were, it was about, about the most excited – the most people looked forward to a season ending last year with everything that happened – and this is probably the most excited people have been for a next season to start in a while, maybe the, the entire time that I've been here with the team of as far as just people you can tell. I mean, how, how much the Pelicans are part of the conversation and how much people are really can't wait to see the ball tipped off, tipped up in, uh, in October. Yeah, boy, what, what a difference a couple of months makes, a few months makes. Uh, Jim Eichenhofer, NBA and Pelicans writer, pelicans.com, at Jim underscore Eichenhofer on Twitter. Be sure you give him a follow, Pels fans. Jim, appreciate it, man. We'll talk to you soon and enjoy those vacations. <laughs> no problem. Thanks a lot. All right, there he goes. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, back to the NFL, and we go inside NFL training camp around the league. Our tour of all 32 franchises continues. And fittingly today, we go to Los Angeles and check out the Chargers in front of the Saints heading to L.A. to hold joint practices and then a game with the Chargers later this week. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 